Before we jump into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and future and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Now let's jump into the episode. Hello and welcome to Mother Unrefined, a podcast brought to you by two old friends and ex-business partners who have reignited their flame over motherhood. I'm Jess Frank and I'm Nicola Scrooby and and we're we're your hosts. hosts. The aim of this podcast is to make every woman who listens feel less alone on her journey to and through motherhood, however that may look. Quick disclaimer before we jump into today's episode, we won't be watching our language. Welcome back to Mother Unrefined. My name is Jess. And my name is Nicola and you sound like you are very fresh today, Jess, but you just went from a dull voice to a really put on <laughs> fake happy voice. Yeah. No, fake happy, fake happy, fake it till you make it. Now, I'm happy. No. I'm just a bit like, you know, when you just, Space you just do like, yeah, like I've just started 10 different things and haven't finished anything. I know. And that's the worst. I feel I'm having a monotonous day as well, which I feel like is just mum life, mum monotonous. That should be what it's called because you get all these things half done because you go to say, do the washing. And then while you're in the washing room, not the washing room, but you're going to fold washing and then you get distracted by the baby and then you go and get one thing done. And then it just never ends up being a full task. Exactly. I was like, yesterday, I was like, I'm going to go through my whole wardrobe. And I ended up pulling all the clothes out of my wardrobe. Did it end up finished? No. And now I have even more shit all over. Stuff everywhere. Well, this is one thing Matt says to me all the time is my problem when I start jobs, everything's like so messy. And then if I don't finish it, it's such an issue. Also, apologies, George is here. Our kids are on opposite schedules. You're going to hear him in the background because he talks nonstop. And we opted out for James being on today's schedule because he has a extremely loud voice that doesn't, we can't really edit it out for some reason. <laughs> he's a talker. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be a talker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, George um, is a little bit quieter at this point, a few months behind. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It's going to amp up. But anyway, do you have a mother and a fine moment for this week? Yeah, I do. So just a little, a few sort of mum fails. Um, you know how we were talking about um, the other day when Matilda was copying me and said, chill the fuck out, Georgie. Yes. So the other day he was sitting up and he fell over. He fell backwards onto his cushions and she goes up and rubs his belly and goes, ah, you silly bugger. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But Matt okay. thinks it's really funny. Okay, I have a, I actually was thinking this just today, so this is really timely. So the word bugger, I would honestly prefer my child to say shit than the word bugger. I just hate Why? the word bugger. Oh, I well, just, clearly I say it all the time. Because no, my- Mitch does. So Mitch is always like, oh, you naughty bugger, you do this bugger, you this bugger. And then Leo always says it, but Mitch thinks it's not a swear word, it's just normal. And I'm always like, hmm. I feel like I... Yeah, I wouldn't put it in the swear word category. No, it's not a swear word, but I just don't like it. I just You don't, don't like, like the word? word. No. Yeah. Is it, is it as bad as the word use? 
Oh, I feel bad because there are people out there that probably say use, but I... To you. That's fine. We all have words that we like and we don't like. I personally don't like the word use. No. No, it's a no for me. Use is slang which I will never appreciate. And I I don't think it's in the dictionary, but it's just like a running... My dad is grammatically... No, I think it is. Is it in the dictionary? I think it was updated and put in the dictionary, but... It's um, I just think that it shouldn't be in there. And my dad is so grammatically correct. Like he's one of those dicks mm. that will literally correct mm. you if you're saying everything the wrong way. Anyway, he hates the word use so much that all growing up he'd always joke and be like, how are yous going and spell it out yeah. Y-O-U-S-E. And it's all a joke, you know, like but <laughs> but then you have someone that actually says it to me and I'm like, are you joking or are you? That's- <laughs> I So I remember... I was dating this guy, I was honestly probably like 18 years old and I he was dropping me over at my mum's friend's house and like all of her friends were there. They were all sitting on the deck all around the table. He dropped me over, he came came and said hi to everyone and then said, see yous later. Oh, oh that was it. And I, when I walked back in, I was like, it was the yous, wasn't it? And they all just lost it laughing. Okay, so your family the same? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to chuck him in the... the uh, yeah, that category. But remember Mitch? Mitch, that was one of the Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. That's why I he said ne- it. He does not say it anymore, everyone. Um, but well, you can say, say it, it if you want. I just don't say it. Uh, we shouldn't be giving English lessons on this podcast. It's just That's for sure. Rude. That's for um, sure. You can say whatever you want to say. It's just I will. But, like, what I mean, thought. it's like I'm saying, like, bugger doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Doesn't bother you. Yeah. It just bothers me for no. some reason. Don't know why. But it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm like, oh yeah, Leo, say shit. That's funny. Bugger, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he's still saying. <laughs> okay, so my mother and father moment was the other day. James, oh, he, you know, had his usual breakfast, got it all over himself as babies who are studying solids do, although he's well past studying solids. Anyway, put him in the bath. Um, there was like raspberries everywhere. So I was just hosing down the bath. And then I saw this tiny little bit of, I don't know what it was. So I thought, oh, I'll just get my finger and like squish it down the drain. Cause I thought it was like a piece of food lunch that he'd just had. And then it was just weird. So I was like, what is that that he's just eaten? And then I put it to my nose and it was fucking poo. And not even that. Leo had had gastro the day before and I'd been hosing off his ass so many times throughout that day because he'd had diarrhea and it had gone everywhere. And so I think it was actually a bit of gastro poo that I literally put to my nose. Like I physically, like why would I do that? It's really like, oh, why do people, do you ever get that stupid urge to pick something up and smell it when you know? Yeah, of course. Actually, no. Okay. I read this the other day, kind of like not the same thing, but on the topic of senses. So mm. how is it that your brain and your tongue, like they work together, everything you look at, you know how it will taste, like you know how it will feel on your tongue. Yes, that is. Oh, Isn't that weird? Just, yeah, well, this is different, but I feel like I've said it on this podcast before, but the time that I was feeding my dog, Pal, remember Pal? 
the dog food. I think oh, it still no. exists. Yeah. It's disgusting. Anyway, I was preparing dinner at the same time. I'm not time. saying, oh, no, to Pal. I'm saying, oh, no, to what you're about to say. Oh, no, to Pal. But anyway, I was preparing dinner at the same time, <laughs> put it on his dog bowl, and then I was, like, chopping something and then put it, like, doing multitasks, put my finger in the power by accident and then just automatically stuck it in my mouth to lick it off my finger, thinking I was <laughs> cooking my own dinner. Okay, the taste of Pal is I, I think there's something called brawn is it brawn it's uh, like this anyway disgusting but yeah you yeah. sort of like now every time I look at dog food I have that taste in my mouth I just feel Ugh. like I know what dog food tastes like yeah yeah not for me not for me not for me. anyway can we move on to mm-hmm. the topic of the week and I'm going to live through you Jess actually yeah went to Sydney for a it was one night it was one night. It was 26 hours or something in total. I, I dare say my weekend was a bit better than yours. Um, yeah, we had yeah. a pretty up and down one, which we can talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, more down, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lovely weekend. A girlfriend and I decided this year we're going to make time for ourselves um, mm-hmm. away from the family just to do things that just to like kind of remember who we are a little bit and do things that are just for us. Yeah, love it. Um, so, yeah, I booked a flight. to. She lives in Sydney. I booked a flight to Sydney. We both stayed in a hotel. I was like, I'm not staying in your house. Like I appreciate it, but I just want to be away, like a proper holiday. Um, we went out for a beautiful dinner. We did so much shopping um, and it was just really nourishing. Like, um <laughs> It was just lovely. And it was lovely to not have that interruption constantly. Usually I can go and meet people for coffees and all of that sort of stuff because the day is looking after kids, but I can't sit and connect with someone properly because I can't give them my full attention. I know. And you know, what's really weird. So I have a work thing on this weekend. I'm not going to, I can't disclose Mm. what it is, but I have from around 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. where I'll be working but I am so excited because I'm actually going to be able to have human interaction like adult conversations without having to stop every second to speak to a child and don't get me wrong I love I actually love being with Leo and James at the moment like I'm really in a good phase but you just yeah you don't get that adult interaction simulation um and adds yeah I think you appreciate the time with your kids when you have a bit of time to yourself as well yeah, when you're still, when you can, yeah, when you can be yourself and when you can yeah. do things for yourself, then you also, it's like you get the best of both both worlds. Exactly. And can I just say, being at the airport alone is elite. Oh, yeah. Did you get a coffee? Did you get alcohol? Why would you just chill? No. Did you I get just, a magazine? I, I really thought about it, actually, but Why I had my you get Kindle. a new idea? Jeez. I, a new idea. But I was like, I'm just going to sit down, read my Kindle. Um, oh, my God, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> I was seated in the back of the plane next to all the kids, but I was like, not my kids. Oh, it's so much better when it's not when you've got people yeah. around you that have kids that are screaming and they're not yours and you're just like, I do not mind. Like, yeah. it's actually making me feel grateful right now just to be here. <laughs> and as well, I'll, just like yeah. going back to – the old me before kids, like planning out my outfits, yes. um, getting dressed up for dinner, like 
going for a cocktail beforehand. We actually got mocktails. <laughs> going out for a yeah. mocktail beforehand. Um, did you look you at know, the menu before you went to the restaurant? So we had the whole menu. <laughs> oh, my God, that's right. We had the, the entire um, thing. It was so very good. nice. We went to Margaret in Sydney, which was divine. Um, yeah. And, of course, like, okay, this is like a quite a fancy weekend. And so this is not like the normal thing, but it definitely put it at the front of mind to be like make little dates for myself either alone or like with friends and put them in the diary so they're like one or two months out. And just have that time carved out for yourself. So it might be like going for a walk by myself along the beach. Yeah. Just little things like that. I do need to do things more by myself. Like even I was thinking of going to a movie by myself, like just by myself. dream. Dream. Or even um, I was thinking the other day because I always take Leo to the library and I always just want to go into the adults, not the adult (sighs) section as in like fucking, you know, just because I'm always in the kids section. (laughs) Totally. But I just want to like, I just want to pick myself a book. Um, but obviously I, I never have the time or capacity because I've got both kids and it's just, you know. Yeah. Then I thought, oh, my God, I should just take some time out on a day to go to the library and spend two hours there just finding some books or just reading some books. Like it it's sounds so, so nice. nice. Can I tell you, I've kind of done that when uh, before George came along, when Matilda was at daycare, I oh, would yeah. go and do some study at the library. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. I know all these things we used to take for granted. Isn't life funny like that? You used to dread being a uni student, going to the uni and sitting and doing study. And now I just think about learning and I'm like, oh, if I had the time Mm. to sit and learn, I'd do, I'd probably learn. Okay. Let's just, I'm going to ask you a question. If you could go back pre-kids and be anyone, like study a degree or not even study a degree, just have a life direction obviously kids will come later what would it be yeah would you do something different I don't know because it's like the path has led me to this yeah I know but just pretend you're still gonna get everything you have now so you're gonna oh, always sure. end up here but like you get to have additional amounts of education somewhere what would it be well I would have finished my degree in the first place that's why I'm back there doing it now at 35 <gasps> years old yeah okay all right but would that be yeah. the degree you chose um I mean it's what I'm doing now I'm kind of like pivoting a little bit and doing something slightly different but I don't know I I really think I would have liked to do interiors Mm. but who knows I mean look I can definitely say studying now at this age when I'm putting group assignments with people that were my age when I was first doing it you know late teens early 20s like you can tell the difference in motivation. <laughs> yeah. I can so what about you? Um, I think I would do graphic design or web design, like IT. Super interesting. Yeah, I just love it. I, if I could go back and just, I don't know, just have an extra skill that I have now, I could just yeah. add to my skill set, I would do that or I would do something medicine-related, I reckon. Just, yeah, that would suit like you. That. that would suit like you. Like research-based, yeah. I think, because I like doing yeah. research. Um, yeah. Mitch says, oh, do you know- research, Nicola, you're just Googling shit. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at studies, asshole, okay? I'm not. Yeah, and like, sorry, you would thrive in that. You would thrive. <laughs> so I was actually um, thinking today, like, imagine if there was one. <laughs> George is like, don't, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> imagine if there was one thing in your life that, like, you did differently and it just pivoted everything and changed your entire life. 
I know. And what would that be? A sliding doors moment, you know? I know. Well, even I think about all the time, imagine if you like married your first boyfriend or something. Oh, don't say that. No, no, I know me too. But how sad would that be? Because you, your children would look different. You know, you'd have, you wouldn't have your children. They'd be different. so sad. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Wild. It's a bit existential, that stuff, isn't it? It can really get into your head a little bit. Um, Yeah. So anyway, tell us about your weekend. Look, it wasn't anything spectacular, (laughs) but we did. So we thought it was gastro, but I actually went to Woolworths. So every Saturday, I think I mentioned in previous podcasts, I've been using the Saturday because Mitch works to go and do the grocery shopping. So it's like a chore that I do with the kids, but they sort of enjoy it um, and I get it all done. Anyway, so I'll pick him. He'll get to pick a treat or like something for his lunchboxes. And anyway, this particular day we walked in, it was 8.30 in the morning and we're at Woolworths and he was like, oh, mom, can I have sushi? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you can have sushi when we leave. Um, that can be like your treat if you're helpful for mommy. And she's like, he's like, okay, cool. And I was looking at it and I'm actually fine with Woolworths sushi. I have had it like times before, but I do prefer to go and get it directly from somewhere else. But I could see them making it all. So that's the only yeah. reason I get a bit weird about like, is it going to be safe and all the rest of it. Anyway, so I got him. He only likes prawn sushi. He's very strict, like just prawn, prawn sushi. sushi. Prawn, no prawn. Pizza oh, yes. prawn. Okay. <laughs> so he likes like the prawn cocktail, cocktail, whatever it is. I don't know. Anyway. Which to me, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's probably like the least, like that's probably yeah, the, the worst one. in terms of, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got it at the end. We get home and it's really weird. You know, when you have those thoughts that cross your mind, as he was eating it, I literally thought to myself, oh, imagine if it was shit and he got food poisoning or I got food poisoning. And so I went to take a bite and then I was going to have like half of it and then I thought, oh, I'll just have a nibble. But, of course, I just let him eat the whole box. So I had like literally probably half a tiny piece of sushi. He ate the whole box and then Mitch ate a quarter of the box, whatever he didn't eat. Um, Anyway, the next, in the middle of the night, he woke up um, projectile vomiting, diarrheaing, and then it just kick-started the whole thing. And Mitch didn't vomit, but he got quite bad diarrhea. And then I just felt really just weird in the gut probably like 10 hours later. Um, Anyway, so we were wondering whether it was was gastro, but the funny thing is Leo has never vomited in his whole life. How weird is that? Really? So it's been like obviously when he was a baby he probably vomited up like milk, um, mm. but he's never had actual gastro. Been sick like, he's never vomited. vomited. No, never vomited. Wow. So, oh, poor little man. So he just didn't know what the hell was going on. Like he, um, anyway, I had to sort of explain it to him because he was a bit freaked out by it, but kind of not, but kind of like he was really weird about it, like what's happening to me. So I had to make up this story and I was like, because obviously it kept on happening. And I was like, oh, you have guards in your stomach and they protect your stomach. So if something comes in that they're not supposed to, they say, you get out of here. And then it pushes all the food back and it comes out of your mouth or it goes out of your bum. And he's like, oh. <laughs> That's so cute. And now every time he's like, Mom, the guards, do the guards like this? Can the, can I eat this? Will the guards oh. be okay with this? <laughs> oh, anyway. So and then um, the other night he woke up and he's like, Mom, my throat's a bit sore. I think the guards have been poking my throat with their sticks. Oh. I'm like, okay, this is getting, this like, is getting far-fetched. Go to bed. Please go to bed. <laughs> 
Anyway, I just thought it was weird, the whole he's never vomited. But now I'm, like, afraid that I've just kick-started a hole. I bet it, I bet we get, like, bulk gastro now. It's like, no. Well, anyway. yeah. Anyway, that was my weekend. Yeah, the low light was when he projectile vomited about three times all over his car seat. Um, and he was so drenched in vomit that we literally just had to be like, Leo, because he's like, get this off. He hates having wet clothes. And so he wanted us to take his clothes off like then and there. But we just need to get home. So we were just driving and he's just like frozen. It was so sad. Um, But gastro, hey, just really, you know, when you're in the trenches as a family and it's just every, you're just waiting for the next person to get sick. Okay, so Jess, I am once again in a star rut. I feel like we're always, we go through spaces where we're going to reinvigorate our wardrobes and I just never get to the point where I'm happy. So I've put a whole bunch of things up on Depop again um, and I'm re-establishing my style again. But you told me about something that you were doing, which is the 15, tell, tell us, tell us. Okay, so girlfriend and I have this new rule this year. Um, doing a big cull of our wardrobe. So it's like back to bare bones and just keeping all the pieces that like all the staple pieces that you just love, love, love. And then anything else that you, you know, you can't sort of let go of. Um, yeah. I'm pretty cutthroat with the cull, so I can let go of a lot of things. But um, we're doing this thing where we only buy 15 items for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And you've got to write it down. So you've got to really keep yourself accountable. And what I've done is, we've both done, is we've written a list of what we want. So, yeah. like, for me, it's a new blazer, um, a new white shirt, um, a little thing, like things like that that are, like, really staple pieces. Uh, yeah. I have so far bought three things this year. So, you know, it's getting up there. Um, three new things. So here's the loophole. 15 new things, not including accessories, not including secondhand. Oh, sweet. Well, Depop, hello. Yeah, exactly. So it forces you to get thrifty. It forces you to, I think it makes you really consider what you're buying. Yeah, I really like this actually. Now you've sort of, with the loopholes, I feel like it's achievable. (laughs) Yeah, the Um, loopholes make it so much better. And then randomly we were in Cook Eye the other day, super random because we're not 19. So, But we saw this girl wearing a tank and we're like, holy shit, where did you get that? Which is like from Cook Eye. And then we went in there and we were like, we're 20 years too old to be here, but whatever. And we bought some tanks and we're like, oh, we're going to have to put this in the loophole because like we can't have this as one of our purchases. But no, we are. It doesn't matter what the price is. If it's, you know, this was like a $30 tank, you still have to treat it as though it's a brand new item. It has to be on the list. Okay. Well, then if I was starting, I've actually bought some pretty staple pieces actually. So I just bought a Victoria Woods, Victorian Woods. Um, it's like a brown singlet because I'm like, oh, I always wear singlets, but I just wanted like a nice one. Um, so I bought that and then I bought, um, like a pair of dish tailored black shorts. And the reason I bought those black shorts was because I was like, I know I will wear them all the time. And they're sort of a staple piece that you'll have forever. Totally. Uh, and then I bought a blue oversized cotton shirt from Dish as well, which it's just one thing that I, I mean, I feel like my style just stays the same. I look back and I try and change my style and then I always go back to the basics, which is like black, white, neutral, and a blue shirt. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a good thing. You know your style. It's just kind of getting back to it. I think that's the whole yeah, thing with the true. cull and yeah. restarting again. That's true. 
Okay, so you've got three pieces. I've gotten, I'm not going to repeat how many pieces I bought this year, but I've sold a shitload in Depop. So you start from now. (laughs) I'm starting from now. Let's start from now. Okay, cool. And I also need your help. I feel like when you need to be like a consultation service where you come, I really need you to just like throw out everything in my wardrobe. All right, guys, George has called the time on this one. So we are heading off, but we really do hope you like this podcast. It was short and sweet, but we feel like it was factual and beneficial, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, better go. Better go the, um, yep, he George is big time. Let's All right, guys, <laughs> we'll see you see in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mother Unrefined. If you enjoyed this episode, we would really love and appreciate if you could leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on. It means so much to us and we really love reading them. So yeah, we'd love if you could do that. Um, We will catch you guys in next week's episode. Bye.